is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Esiason. We are back for the beginning of season two. Of the yeah, Breathing Podcast, yeah. season two, as always, joined by Tiffany and Leah. How are you guys? Doing good. You? I am well. Uh, I can't believe we've been in existence for a year. Our friendship has persisted People... for over a year. Can you believe it? People no. have loved us for a year, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you for putting up with us. No. Yeah, that's that's the best way to put it. Thank you for putting up with us. That's what I. <laughs> it really what, is putting up with us, though. It's usually like yes. me and Tiff fighting Gunner on something. Right. That's, that is that is what it is. It's me putting up. It's really me putting up with you two. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, for your loss. <laughs> yeah, my loss of precious time. Um, yeah. All right, so today we're going to talk about travel. Yeah. Italy, you, um, Leah, you just got back from Italy, rather. Leah, yes, Italy, Italy, Leah. Leah just got back from Italy. I was in California for the past week on a, on a work trip. Uh, and That's Tiffany good. is, yeah. uh, actually, since we're recording this on Monday, and this comes out yeah. on Thursday, Tiffany's yeah. leaving tomorrow, or today, rather. I'm leaving, I'm leaving today in a couple hours, For actually. where? Where are you going? I'm going to L.A. for the American Music Awards. Okay. And, um... Oh, I get a be seat filler, right? I'm really excited. Yeah. And seat filler. guess who's opening it? Your girl. Guess, no, yes. Who's opening? Taylor. Uh, Taylor Swift is opening. And what if I'm sitting in her seat? I yeah, will. I was going to say, what if you're a seat filler? I'm out on Taylor Swift. I'm out oh on Taylor God. Swift. After her last you. album, I'm just out on her totally. I, I just can't, I can't well, deal I with her anymore. I don't love last album either, but I'm not yeah, out on her. I'm it. out on Taylor Swift after the last album. Um, Sorry for your loss again. Sorry. <laughs> but Tiffany, I hope you have a great time. So we're going to talk about travel today. Yeah. Um, you know, Leah just had international travel. I was away for about a week. Uh, and I'm actually going to go away again on Wednesday. I have another quick overnight trip for work. And then guess what? I am finally done traveling for the fall. You're, You're done your world traveling. tour. Yes, I am done. You've been traveling so much lately. Yeah, actually just – I put it all together. By the end of this week, I'll have been on the road 20 of I think like 45, 46, 47 days. So, so basically half yeah. Bas- time. Yeah, I mean I've, I, I kind of looked at the calendar as well. And I have only been home seven consecutive days once wow. since the middle of August. Wow. <laughs> I would be dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of am dying. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have definitely uh, feel, I felt more energetic and more awake, but now I'm totally run down. I'm looking forward yeah. to a few days off when I'm done with this. Um, but let's talk about travel. Let's talk about what we do okay. to get through travel, um, yeah. how we prepare for travel, our routines while we're away on travel. Uh, mm-hmm. Or traveling, rather, and um, what we do when we get home. So, I, uh, I, I, how do you organize to go away? So, like, what is what is your what is your method to organize everything when you're about to hit the road? I do it by day. I think Leah does the same thing. We we're uh, kind of I, similar. We're a little yeah. different, though. I yeah. have well now that I don't have 
breathing treatments now. I don't have to um, pack my machine or anything or the vest. But I do my pill organizer, and I do always two weeks extra or two weeks, just in case you never. Yeah. And then um, you just do it by day. So I'm on my pod inhaler now, so I'll put that each day too. Mm-hmm. And then right. enzymes, I usually bring a few bottles just in case too. So I usually just think about how long I'm going, and just put it in order, and then right. pack it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I usually do, or when it comes to pills. Yeah, I think people that follow Salty Sisters have seen my method with mm-hmm. this because I post it every time I do it, especially yeah. with this two-week trip. It yeah, was, was horrendous. <laughs> like, it was horrendous, okay? I took up the whole kitchen table, and I needed, like, another table. But <laughs> basically what I do is I take paper towels, and I, like, put them all over the table. This is so wasteful, but whatever. And then I take a piece of paper, and I write... Like Monday morning, yeah. Monday afternoon, Monday yeah. evening, because I need pills like three times a day. Okay, yeah. so I do that, and I do that for each day I'm away, and I put my little pieces of paper <laughs> out on yeah. the table and line it all up, and then I do what I would do normally on like a Sunday evening where I'm filling my pill box. So I lay all my pills out under each of those days, and then I also lay my nebs out too. So I lay out like if I'm bringing my Zopinex and my Pulmazon and you know, whatever antibiotic neb I'm on, yeah. I lay those under those days too. That way I don't forget them. And then I put all of every single, you know, paper tab, I guess, <laughs> and whatever is designated <laughs> under it. I put each of those in a baggie. Yeah. Um, like a Ziploc bag, like a sandwich bag. Yeah. Uh-huh. And anything that has to be refrigerated goes in its own Ziploc bag. Right. And I put it in the fridge and I leave with it right before I leave. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I take it out right before um but that seems to work the best for me for not forgetting meds because I'm laying out every single day and I'm able to see what I have what I don't have it's also great because when I'm done with that day I get rid of all of that and then home I have all this extra room right for Um, souvenirs exactly (laughs) so of course if I'm going away for a while I bring extra meds just in case I also usually bring an antibiotic just in case I were to get sick which Uh, It happened in Italy, so thank God I had the antibiotic. Um, So I try to plan ahead. I bring usually a bottle or two of enzymes, you know. Um, But that's essentially kind of what I do for the meds. And then when it comes to, I usually bring my vest. So I have an Aflo vest. So it's easier to pack than my my bigger vest. You know what I mean? It's made traveling a lot easier for me. Um, So I bring that, and then I have, like, a miniature portable nebulizer, the Perry mm-hmm. Trek S, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, the yep. small one. The battery yeah, for that. Um, and then if I'm on a neb where I need my e-flow, I bring that as well. But when I'm able to do that, I can fit everything on a ca- in a carry-on, and I don't really have yeah. issues. And yeah. then for this past trip, since I was international, and I normally bring my tea kettle, my portable tea kettle I plug in the wall, I usually use that to boil my nebs. So I only have to bring, like, one or two with me. But since I was traveling internationally and voltage changes and all yeah. of that didn't want to worry about something exploding. So I bought the disposable neb cups and I did it that way. That's so what, what do you mean you bring only like one or two? So would you boil them in between your treatments? So like, so I'd bring whatever I would need for one whole treatment. So let's say, Oh, so you bring I, like four neb cups essentially. Bring probably three yeah. or four, you yeah, know, yeah, gotcha. um, but I'll boil them at the end and then I'll use them that evening. You okay. know what I mean? Yes, you're so saying. That, so yeah. for, so how did it work with, um, 
you know, Pomazine has to be in the refrigerator and stuff. How did you bring those over uh, to keep them cold? What I normally do is I have like a tiny lunchbox. Okay. Just like, I don't, I don't know what you call it. It's a tiny insulated lunchbox. It fits easily in the front of my like carry on roller bag. So if I do get checked at security, I can easily get out the front (laughs) rather than unpacking the whole bag. Right. Um, So I usually put two ice blocks in that and then put the Pomazon in the middle of them. Yeah. And that can keep cold usually (laughs) for, I would say 12 to like 20 hours. I've never really had an issue. Yeah. And then when I get to the hotel, I obviously put it in the fridge. Yeah. And then I put the ice box in like the freezer part at the top. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as long as you make sure you have a fridge, I mean, it all seems to work. Did you make sure you guys had fridges? Yeah. Before (laughs) we had even traveled there. Um, I had, I called the travel agency oh. that we use and I just told right. them I need yeah. refrigerator in each of our hotels. Cause I mean, we change mm-hmm. hotels yeah. Yeah. almost every other day. It is hard when you change hotels because you're packing. It's really re-bagging. hard. And some medicine was lost in the mix oh, of that. But it's okay. It was extra. So my, my, my strategy is actually a little different from the way you do it. Yeah. Um, I group by type of medication. So, okay. um, oh. so I do, uh, Ziploc bags, they're a little bigger. So what I do is I put all my oral medications in one Ziploc bag. So uh-huh. like in one Ziploc bag, I'll have my enzymes, my vitamins, and then I'll all my prescription pills. So like uh-huh. that's like um, I take prednisone daily. I you know antibiotic, um, you know azithromycin that we all take Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, yeah. I'll put an extra antibiotic in there just in case it gets sick. Um, uh-huh. And then I have vitamin K in case of bleeds. Yes, I have that with me. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put all of that in one Ziploc bag. Also, I'll put like a uh, the only thing that like sort of falls out of uh, out of sync is my uh, my albuterol inhaler that oh, goes okay. with them because yeah. that could be like an as needed sink. So I that sort of put usually like goes in my purse or something. So I, yeah, so I, so yeah. I put uh, orals and the albuterol together. Then I have my nebtees. I travel with a bunch of nebtees uh, because mm-hmm. I don't like doing. The microwave, so like I sterilize the microwave on the road, so like I don't like washing continually while I'm there. Right. So I'll bring a ton of neb cups, and then wash every other day or whatever. So like right. I'll bring a I little. So like I'll bring a little. It's a hassle. <laughs> I'll bring a little soap. I have like a uh, a TSA approved container, and that mm-hmm. fits the appropriate amount of soap. So I'll pack a little soap. The only yeah, thing I, I have one of them too. And then um, I'll have a ziploc bag of my uh, inhaled nebs. So like. If I'm traveling with something that needs to be reconstituted, I'll have the syringes in there. I'll have the alcohol wipes, uh, the sterile water, the antibiotic powder. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll have the hypertonic saline, my albuterol, and then the pulmazine like you goes into a lunchbox. So, uh, you know, depending on the length of the trip, I usually bring like a day or two extra or at least a treatment a treatment session or two extra. And then like then I kind of ration. I'm like if I really had to, like what could I go without for like, you know. A treatment session, and since right, I exactly. have since I have the inhaler, I don't have to bring more albuterol. You know that can that can mm-hmm. sort of cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only thing I will bring like extra extra of is the antibiotic because that's something that like you really can't go out without of. You know. Yeah, you really um, can't. I figure like the hypertonic saline. Like if I really had to, I could just hydrate and then continue to do my vest. Um, right. You know that's kind of what that I that's what I do. And the monarch monarch vest makes traveling extremely easy. Oh, you know, yeah. the, uh, the the case is designed to actually go into a carry on. Uh, so that's, that's good. So, so that's good. But actually, when I was away this time, I forgot like a little uh, container to wash my nebs. So uh, you know, I actually I actually put it on the I put it on the breathe in Instagram. Uh, I had like a I you know I had to go down to like CVS or Rite Aid or whatever, and I got a little pumpkin bowl 
that like people yeah, carried for like trick or treating. That was great. And I had to so, wash my nebs in uh, in the little pumpkin bowl. And so I so I had like the uh, the microwave sterilizing things, like the uh-huh. uh, the sterilizer bags, and all that depends on is is the strength of the microwave. So if you call ahead to a hotel, almost every hotel will give you a microwave. Most of them yeah. are free of charge. Sometimes. <clears throat> I'll pay like a ten dollar fee or whatever, which is right. not a big deal. That's it's like it's worth it. It's worth it in the end, end, in the end of the day. day you know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're, you're traveling, so you're already spending money anyways. Um, right, yeah. sure. And uh, like you, Leah, I used to either travel with the disposable nebs or uh, the the the, the, the microwave thing. I mean, the mm-hmm. the, the boiler rather. Yeah. And it's just like you know, it's just you know, I, for whatever reason, I have kind of gone away from that in in in, in past few days. Oh, the past few mm-hmm. trips I've been on, you know, I don't know why. Maybe I'll go back to it. I just don't. Feel, I feel like the the supposed ones just take so long to do. They do, they and take I don't forever. like them for that forever. purpose. I also don't think they deliver the medicine as well. Yeah, definitely they not. So, I, it was just like for this trip, it was just too much of a hassle for me to clean nub cups. So exactly, and you don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're but converting I, electricity I really or whatever. Yeah, if you're converting, I, if you're converting electricity, then you have to, you know, think about like what yeah. is easiest. I always um, brought the disposable knives whenever I did them mm-hmm. on trips. Yeah. I just did them. Unless I had to do, like, tobermycin or something, I would bring the peri and clean that. But, yeah, that, that's the one thing I always did do, is that if I did have an antibiotic or whatever, I would never yeah. do the antibiotic in the disposable net because it's right. like, I would just count however many nebs that I needed, and exactly. I would and I'd bring that re, that number of It's a lot easier nebs. to do that than to do it for all of them, you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's kind of what I do. It sounds like we all have the same thing, although it's funny that you guys go day by day. I kind of, mm-hmm. s- similar to my uh, my enzyme case that I have compared to what you guys use, right. I kind of just group things together. Um, yeah. I mean, that seems to work for you, so I think Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, me, I definitely just, look like, at... I'm a visual person, yeah, so no, I like, gotcha. I have to do the daily thing, you know? Well, I feel like after transplant, since I don't have to worry about doing nebs anymore, it's just pills, so mm-hmm. I feel... That the pill containers, pill box is the best. Well, way. yeah, for you, you're in a different way because you're just taking orals. You know, so I, I mean, yeah, you know what you need to do. Orals, and I'm all over the place. I forgot I have insulin too, so I have to bring extra needles and stuff uh-huh. for that. Um, but that's easy, you know. It's not yeah. like it's not taking up a lot of space. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, I mean, I you know I think. Uh, you know, the packing is one thing, but then when you get there, do you yeah. set everything up immediately, or do you kind of just like take stuff out of your bag as you go? I go as I go. I do as I go. Whatever. <laughs> so when I get there, I take my lunchbox out and I put everything in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's but other first than thing. that, I don't lay things out, especially for this Italy trip because since we were changing hotels yeah. every like two nights or whatever, mm. it didn't make sense for me to take everything out, lay it out because I just have to repack it all. So I was just living out of the suitcase when it came to that. Yeah, yeah. I only took out the pillbox to be like just to take that out because that would just sit next to my bedside. Right. Because that's when I would use them as in the morning and at night. Right. Except, and if I needed to take ones during the day, I would just bring those with me because we would be out, you know, doing stuff during the day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit like Leah. I mean, obviously, Tiffany's a little different because you have the, the oral pills. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely live out of my, my bag when I'm on the road. I was like yeah. you. I Just this past week, I was in, you know, we kind of progressed south down the uh, California coast. Like, we were in L.A. for something. Then we had to go to mm-hmm. San Diego for another speaking thing. And then finally, right. we were even further in San Diego. So I was definitely yeah. living out of my bag. And it's like, it's the worst to have to pack and repack and all that stuff. Yeah. It's so awful. It is. 
Yeah, it is. You and... know, because you just have so many meds and you have so many things. And it's like, I don't want to forget something. <laughs> I don't know. You it's know, because that can happen pretty easily. So my, my routine is also different when I'm on the road. Um, although I, I will maybe attribute this to the time change and how I was jet lagged, you know, going back to California. Yeah, it's hard three hours behind. So I'm waking up at like 6 a.m. every day, you know, 5.30, yeah. 6 a.m. And what I would do is basically just go downstairs, have breakfast before I even do treatments, then come back yeah. and then do treatments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is different because in, in here at home, as soon as I wake up, it's treatments and then breakfast and then, you know, carrying on with the day. There, right. it's just yeah. because, the, you know, I end up having so much extra time in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, the, the routine well does adjust. Adjust. I definitely, you know, I will say that my routine is like, I, and I always do say that the routine is like the best, the most important part of CF care. But uh-huh. when you when you do when you're on the road, the routine does have to adapt to like your your trap yes. whatever you're doing in, in your trip. I really try when I'm away to not change it too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I will take shortcuts occasionally if you know I'm really crunched for time and sleep might be more important. But when I say take shortcuts, it's not like I don't do my treatments. It's like we all know I don't do my nebs when I'm on my vest and I do my nebs on my vest. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's like things like that where it does alter a little. But I'm like the kind of person that I have to do the vest when I'm away. I know a lot of CFers don't travel with their vest because it is a hassle, which I totally understand. But I've went on numerous trips, especially when I was in college, where I didn't bring the vest. I just relied on other people to do chest PT or I used the acapella or I used some other form of, you know, clearance, you know. So um, and anytime I did that, I would come back sick. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. my vest, for some reason, is just my best friend. I don't know. It just yeah. works. Yeah, same thing. I need, I need to have the vest with me as well. I do. And I think it might just be as we age, like, that's just something that I need. Mm-hmm. So when I got a more portable vest, it did make it a lot easier when you do travel. Yeah. Um, so I always make it a point to bring my vest. Yeah. But I know other people aren't super. Yeah, I mean, that. my Monarch vest has definitely allowed me to travel to have this rigorous traveling schedule that I've had for the past exactly. you know, month and a half. How many? How many times do you guys do your vest normally? Twice when you a travel? day. Twice. You do it twice, twice a day. I keep my routine the same. It's really just yeah. I might do my abs on my vest. Yeah. The only thing so, I would maybe change about the routine is I would you know hit the inhaler once or twice when yeah. I'm on the road. Um, yeah. but that's just because like, I, I feel like whenever I go into a hotel room, I'm like mm-hmm. allergic to it. I'm allergic to the carpet <laughs> and I'm allergic to like the pillows, you know? So yeah, I yeah. need, so I need the inhaler just to open up the oh, airways. Okay. That's the only reason that's I do that. it. Yeah. For, um, when I went to Florida, it was the first time I had been on a different um, time zone since I my transplant. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know cause my pills have to be at a certain time. Yeah. You had to so change them. I, I had to figure out what time am I supposed to do them? So I just kind of had to adapt that to yeah. a different time but it was the same time as california time it was just three hours ahead right as we- yeah i'm on i'm on time medications now as well so it's like you're kind of like yeah. doing some mental math i um, do i usually just set alarms like yeah. that's what i do when i'm away because i just want to make sure i'm taking them at the right time right and not have to think about it yeah yeah exactly so, you know i i think um you know, I, I think it's like you know we've talked about it here. How the routine has to you know adjust here to your to your traveling schedule. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything that you like do differently when you're on the road? Like you know, I always find that you know when I'm in a different place, like I I'm apt to forget something. So yeah. Like like although I have it all with me, what I mean is like I'm apt like I I always forget to like bring something to my treatment my like little treatment station that I have built for myself. So like I always find myself being like oh crap I forgot the palmazine out of the mini fridge or like oh right. I need like this med out of my bag. 
So like, I always find myself like stopping everything, getting up and going to get it. Whereas at home, I always have everything. I know where everything is. And like, it's just kind of like clockwork. Yeah, but on the road, I always like... Do it, on autopilot. Yeah, exactly. Yes, you're definitely... That's a good way of putting it. You're on autopilot at home. But in, yeah. when yeah. I'm on the road, I'm always like, oh, wait, I forgot my poem was done. And I, I can't ever imagine yeah. doing that at home because I didn't, it never happens. Right. I do that sometimes with like the antibiotic neb that you have to mix. I'll forget like the syringe or whatever to actually mix it because it's not like laid out in a box like what i yeah. normally have at home yes yeah, like you gotta go digging for it what yeah like gotta go digging for it in the bag or whatever yeah, yeah exactly so i always have to do that but then my other i guess weakness when it comes to this is i have one medication that has to be mixed with water right um so when i do that i often like forget you know what i mean like i end up doing it but it's like a little bit later or you yeah, have to go back in my bag to get it and it uh-huh. just feels like a little bit of an inconvenience, which sounds so stupid. Yeah, yeah it is. It's easy, but yeah. it's just one of those like stupid, minuscule things that, that would I never happen. Like yeah, it would never happen at home. Like you would just like yeah, you totally remember. It never happens yeah, at home. exactly. Yeah. And only when you're on the road, like, when you're in a new setting or whatever, does it right. happen? Yeah. yeah, right. And it's just because like sometimes you're crunched for time, uh-huh. or yeah, you know, it's not where you're used to it being. So yeah, I don't know. That's where I usually see myself yeah, having some issues. Just. Because I'm only on the Toby Pod inhaler thing You're not gonna forget uh, it. every yeah. other month that I sometimes just forget about it, you know, because uh-huh. I'm not used to it. Oh, you, uh, you do forget well, about it, yeah. You know, it's I guess it is the only physical thing you're doing. Yeah, exactly. So I'll have the, like, inhaler part in my bag, and then I have the little pills, but then I was like, oh, I need to go get that, <laughs> you know? Right. But at home, I have them right next to me when I'm doing it. So mm. that's the right. only thing that I Really, I, I I always find myself also going to like CVS to get something or like a like oh, little pharmacy. Time. Like yeah. I'm always like, oh wait, I didn't bring enough like alcohol pads or yeah, like I need like cups to spit in well, or or something like, like that. Like I'm always yeah. like going to like, CVS like grab something. Yeah, um, for the, for the um, insulin or the reader, the meter to check my blood sugar, the test strips. If I don't have enough of those. I can. The good thing is, is that every CVS has them and Walgreens and stuff, and I, mostly every place has those, so you can easily go get those. So that's a good thing, and the like Lancets and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the only thing that I would, I would need, or like Tylenol, you know. Something yeah. I usually I usually go to CVS to. All right. So when it comes to my e flow, yeah. Occasionally when I travel, when I'm home, I use the cold method to clean it. When it comes to sterilizing. Yeah. So I use alcohol, like I use Mm. 90% whatever alcohol to clean it. That's just what I do. That's what I was taught to do. It works well, whatever. Uh When Mm -hmm. I travel though, I usually bring the tea kettle, but sometimes I'm like, I either forget the tea kettle or I'm like, oh, well, I'll only be gone for two days. I'll just go to CVS. So I usually go to CVS to get like that kind of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, like rubbing alcohol because you can't carry it. You can't have it on the airplane. Exactly. Like yeah. I can't bring a huge jug of it on a carry on, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. So, yeah. so uh, speaking of bringing things on the airplane, this is, we're uh-huh. kind of deviating here, but when I was in the security uh-huh. line yesterday coming home, uh-huh. the, like the person like behind me, so uh-huh. I obviously had to get my bag checked. I had my vest had to get checked, like extra security. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they had and to like, scre- like so then they had to screen my nebulizer too in my other bag. So, but like in between the bags, there was a woman who was traveling and she was like, just like, 
in a horrendous mood or something. She was just like sick of waiting and like sick yeah. of having to wait behind me. She had like her phone out, like videotaping all the TSA agents. I'm like, oh my god, you gotta be kidding! Like, sounds like she's like so entitled that like her time is more important than anyone else, right? Like TSA is like like TSA has a job to do. Let them do the job. Like they're there for they're there for us. And I mean, like if the plane doesn't blow up, like yes, that's exactly there. And if like if they're checking your bag. Like maybe you should have done a better better job checking your bag, or maybe you have something yeah. like us that's got a nebulizer that reasonably should be a screen because yes, it looks a little weird on the on yeah, the on the security my thing. Really weird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. So does my vest too. And you know, I it, you know, it's so like just like such an entitled thing. But anyways, like they finally opened her bag, and uh-huh. she had like five hundred bags of like a little like of like Mexican churros. She or like really? or like or like a Mexican like snack or something. She oh, had like five hundred bags of like, and it was like, yeah, of course your bag is gonna get screened because you you have a bag full of like five hundred repeating items. That's questionable. It looks like you're gonna reach out. And like the TSA agent opened the bag and he was trying so hard not to laugh because like the laugh. because the woman was being like such, she was being such an asshole. Like she had the video yeah. thing and she was like just screaming at this TSA agent the whole time. And then like I'm with Darcy and Darcy and I just started laughing. And then the manager, the TSA manager, started laughing at this woman it was like she like thought like she was like such a victim and like meanwhile she was like just being like a total idiot in the tsa line and of course your bags can get checked if you have like 500 of a repeating item like that's not a normal thing to travel with like thank god they checked her bag like that's not something that like would go unnoticed by the security camera right so I, you know, I, I don't know how we got to this little tangent, but it needed to be yeah. shared because <laughs> well, this was just yeah, so annoying. Well, yeah, I think that's how we got funny. to the tangent. You know that like the TSA, the screen that goes like your whole body. Yeah, yeah. The, the new one. Uh, yeah, I was in one, and I got out, and he looked at me, and they're like, "Do you have something implanted on your uh, oh, left really? side?" I was like, "Yep, I have a port," and he's like, "Oh, okay, you're good." They and probably see a lot of it. Enough. They see a lot of it. Apparently, he probably see that was like when it first started, uh, yeah. and um, I was like, "Oh, that's weird. You can see that in the X-ray." But I'm if they see my uh, my wires that are holding my cage together. If they're metal, yeah, they, they can they can probably see with their metal. Do you like set off an alarm or anything? No, I don't. That's the weird thing. I always thought I was going to. I didn't I really like, think you would, but I don't know. You might, you know. Yeah. No, I'm wondering. I'm just wondering. I want to maybe I'll look behind me this time and see if I can see my um, my X-ray. <laughs> the well, no. The, so what they show on their end is like it's a uh, it basically looks like a, a computer screen and there's like a, like a, yeah. a, a blank human body and there's like a, an area like it's like highlighted oh. essentially. So oh, you don't okay. see the X-ray. I don't know. They they probably see a real X-ray somewhere. I don't know, but like oh, down okay. there, they're like on okay. the they're like talking to somebody who see who's watching it like in a different oh. room. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yes. Oh, I yes. didn't know that. Yeah. So they, so they, they so the they like. person saw that and said she probably has a implant yeah, or exactly. whatever that is called. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that's what's happening. Yeah. That um, makes sense. It was funny though. I was like, yeah, I have a port. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. You know, I. It's funny because I always have. I have the mask on, and my mask has like a metal. Uh, Metal oh, thing, right. a metal thing in the nose, and like, yeah. when it, like you know how you bend it to fit to your nose or whatever. Yeah. And that always t- sets the thing off too. So they're always like, oh, yeah. they always like have to show them inside of my mask. Do you put it on like <clears> the second <throat> you get in the airport? The moment yeah. I walk into the airport, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm really more concerned about no, the air. I'm more concerned about the airport than I am the airplane because that's yeah. where that's where the mass meeting of people is. 
is in the is in the airport. Exactly. So that's why I put always put it in the airport. I don't put it in the airport. It's also that's also how I get the the pre boarding right. Like I don't have to ever show documentation for the pre boarding because I have the mask on anyways. Well, I have the oxygen now, so I don't have to say shit. It's okay. Sorry, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I think I didn't mean to do that. It's okay. <laughs> we'll just have to put a little E next to this episode. Yeah, um, my bad. No, I think, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think, yes, <laughs> the pre-boarding is awesome. I love the pre-boarding. Pre-boarding is like I the best too. part of traveling. I do it all the time. Yeah, me too. It's I have to, bad. though. No, I, I do. I, I have to get in there, and I need to wipe it all down because I'm not getting sick, so thanks. The, the wiping the wiping it down thing is actually a new thing for me. I never always I never did I that never until until you and until did. you started talking about it. That's when I first started doing it. I started doing it when I met her because she oh, told okay. me she did it. Me and, and my like, okay, parents I'm gonna always do did it when I was younger and to this day. You know, we always wipe it down. Always have the wipes because it's disgusting. It is gross. You know? It is disgusting. It's gross. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel better after wiping it down yeah, too. I definitely feel better after wiping it down. Yeah, I do too. Apparently, the germiest part of a plane is like the the tray that comes down. Yeah, that's I wiped that. I wiped that as well. Yeah, you gotta gotta scrub that. You know, (laughs) I usually bring gloves. So it's funny you say the dirtiest part of the airplane. We, uh, I was actually talking about this with someone the other day. The dirtiest Mm -hmm. part of the airport. You know, whoever I was talking to was was reading an article. Yes, the bins at the security at the security check are the dirtiest part of the airport. I've never been cleaned. Disgusting. Yeah, they're horrendous. I get it. I get that so much because. You see what goes in there? Your shoes, yep, and shoes, every clothing, single thing. Yeah, really and, and God knows everyone that walks to the airport is not showered. It's yeah, the, and I, know. Want, I, I really want to wipe it down before I put my stuff in there. Yeah, to be it, it is gross. Yeah, it is gross. That. It's super but gross. But you're very walk. rushed. Oh yeah, they, oh, you're so rushed. The, the yeah, the worst part of the whole travel day is like the before the conveyor belt because I mean you know you don't yeah. have anything illegal on you, so you never you know you're not gonna ever get like taken away. But yeah. right. But like the, the 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 getting the stuff on the conveyor belt and walking through the metal detector is like yeah. the biggest rush in it the is. entire experience. Yeah. It is. It really is. Because like you're taking you're like you're taking the stuff out, you're taking like all the electronics out, you're yeah. like your your well, belts and then off. You have- you had to have your ID and your boarding pass out, and then they're like, oh, okay, you can put that away, but you don't have time to really put it away. No, you don't. And then I lose you know? it. And then you <laughs> then don't you want to lose, lose it. it. Exactly. So you got to have it on your phone. You got to have it on your phone. Now I have to take all my clothes off and put them in there. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, pretty much. You're just rushed. You don't even think the whole thing is about what's going on. I almost left my phone there before. You know, it's just. You know, my biggest issue with security was this time traveling. I didn't get stopped at all anywhere for the most part, other than Paris, with TF-related issues. Mm -hmm. Tiffany knows all about it. It was Mm -hmm. horrendous. They're awful. Anyways, (laughs) biggest issue was my Kindle. I forgot to take my Kindle out. And they were like, do you have a bomb in your backpack? And I'm like, no. And they're like, well, do you have batteries? And I had like three in there for my oxygen. So I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, well, do you have an iPad in there? I'm like, no, I have a Kindle. And they're like, we need to take it out. And then they were like really aggressive about it and like had to yeah. put all my stuff back through and it took forever yeah that's annoying yeah i mean i i have a hard time complaining about tsa experiences because yeah i mean they're trying to protect they're the airplane their you know they're so any major issues with um the only, the only thing I, like the only thing i don't like is when like there's like ne- negligent people that are just like slow about it right yeah. you know that's yeah. when it, that's when it's annoying okay. um yeah. 
But, you know, I think the travel experience is definitely pretty stress-inducing. But I will say that ever since I did get my Monarch last in the spring, last spring, <laughs> the travel experience has become a lot less stressful because I know I'm getting good best treatment hey, with the Monarch. I agree. And, like, yeah, I am more good. apt to travel now because I have the Monarch. So, the, you know, the Monarch is definitely really turn that you, around for me you feel like you're getting the right treatment that you do at home yeah exactly i feel like i'm exactly. getting the exact same less treatment. of the hassle yeah, which that's definitely. great i yeah. wish i had that when i needed it that yeah, nice. it would have been amazing in college yeah it really, exactly. it really oh my god i know college would have been really nice hmm. would have been so good for college I'm have glad you ever had, okay have you ever had issues like at the airport in terms of like other people like people get mad because you're pre-boarding or people get mad because you cough or uh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we've talked... Things happen a lot. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. And we've talked about this a little bit on that, yeah. you know, on, on previous episodes. But, like, that happens all the time. In fact, that happened to me on my trip. I, you know, <clears throat> because I was pre-boarding, I got on, I had... And none of the stuff that's under the seat, by the way. It all has to go into the overhead bin. So, like, you know, the vest was in the overhead bin. My medical bag was in the overhead bin and everything. And a guy <laughs> comes on the plane, air, airplane after me. He's like, someone's <laughs> stuff is in my bin space. I'm like... Who like, says that? First of all, yeah. first of all, like that's not your bin space. Like, you, you just put wherever it's free, but wherever it's open, you just right. put your stuff. Right. And this guy, by the way, had three carry-ons. He had like three oh. rolling bags. It's crazy. Jeez, and he's like, he's like, he's like, someone's stuff. He's like, someone's stuff is in my space. So I was like, well, it's medical equipment. It's not moving. You got to find something else. And then like he right. like as soon as I said that, he so badly wanted to like come back with like a, a witty response, but he didn't. So I'll give him that sure. credit. And then he like tried to like figure out what to do. And then another passenger was like, "There's a bin. There's an open bin right here. Let's just we can we'll, we'll make yeah. it work." But like I've never heard anyone say that before. Like your stuff is in my bin space. And yeah, I was I on like I was on said that to me. I was on one of those airplanes where there was like a you know how it's like the bigger airplanes there's like uh, a middle uh, yes. you know yeah. aisle and then there's two aisles yeah. on the side or two like yeah. columns on the side. Right. So like that means there were there were a total of four overhead bin spaces. Like there were two in the yeah. middle, and then and then one on each side. side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. the one in the middle just happened to be like smaller bin space, and the outside bin space. Yes, yeah, so, and the outside bin space was was bigger. So I had all my stuff on the outside bin space in the bigger bins, and like mm-hmm. that's what this guy was complaining about. And I was like, like sir, can't you just see that there's smaller bins in the middle? Like so everyone has to use like the out like whatever their bags fit in. You can find that's yeah. So it's like yeah. So. The guy was just be like, he was, you know, he would be an asshole. I mean, we're kind of, we're doing that kind of podcast, aren't we? We're doing that kind of podcast. You might have to put a warning on this. Season one. two. I'm sorry yeah. that we're really classy right now. Yeah, so season two is a fun season. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. So it, I, you know, it's like I run into that kind of thing. Like people arguing about space is really the biggest issue because I mean, yeah. if someone's gonna argue about me coughing, like then I'm like really gonna explode on them. And right. that, thankfully, that, that actually has that hasn't happened to me in a while. It's, it's, just, it's happened, but it hasn't happened in a while. When I'm sitting, I usually, sometimes I fly southwest, and that's you seat yourself. Right. And it's funny when I'm pre-board, I get my seat, and then you see people just going past me. They won't sit next. Oh to yeah, me. they don't want to sit next to you because they because think we're like me. infectious or whatever. Yeah. Which so is great. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. So something new for me that I have yeah. never had anyone do. Okay. So when I was leaving Italy to then fly to Amsterdam to then come home. Yeah. Um. When we went to check our bags, you know, I didn't check my medical equipment, but we checked, like, you know, our other bags. stuff. Yeah. yeah, we checked all of them. They asked that they had to weigh my carry-on. Mm-hmm. And I've never had anyone weigh I've that. never heard that before. No. Um, heard but it was that. obviously over the weight because, let's be real, there's a vest in there plus nebulizers oh. and yeah, yeah. all of That's... that. Um, and she told me, like, I couldn't bring it on the plane. What? And I was like, 
well, this always goes with me. This is, I have never not put this in the overhead. Like, it's coming with me. You're not checking it. it. He's like, well, you can check it for free. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. Like, I need this with me at all times. And she was like, okay, well, just disperse, you know, some of the stuff in other people's bags. (laughs) Of course, no one else in my family has a bag. But whatever. So I'm like, okay. No, did not disperse that kind of stuff. But that was an interesting situation. That shouldn't have to happen. That shouldn't have to happen because you, if you do have the medical note, you are you are allowed to go over the weight. So like you like so if for example this is for you know if you're checking your bag and if the the checked bag goes over the weight but but the checked bag is holding medical equipment like for example I check my feeding tube stuff that stuff I do check because that like I can go I I can go without that for a day or two and it's very very heavy so like you know you know if it does get lost I just the bag will get to me or <clears throat> if I don't I'll file yeah. a claim or whatever anyways yeah. I, I check my feeding tube stuff yeah it's also a liquid so it has to go down there yeah. but sure. um so when I do check my bag a, a lot of times it is over the weight so what I'll you know so if that's the case I present the medical note and then they waive the fee so that's yeah. so that's an interesting thing if you if you are yeah. over the I mean you have to check the airline obviously but mm-hmm. if you if you are over the weight you can usually waive that with the with the medical thing yeah. yeah, there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot sense. of ways you can get around things. Definitely, when definitely. Have medical. Yeah, well, when it's medical stuff that you need, it right. should be even a Yeah, question, it's, it's usually you know? waived. Right, so um, that was just interesting to me because I yeah, never... Yeah, that is really interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's enough time for today. Um, mm. We are back. Tiffany, have a great trip tonight. Yes. Have a hopefully safe trip. you fill Taylor's seat. Yes, ho- yes um, hopefully. Yeah, or I see her. If you do see Taylor, if you see her, though, tell her we're out on her. We're out on yeah. Taylor. But, I'll say yeah. Gunner is out on you. We're out on and Taylor. He is still there. I need the, there, I need the old like Taylor Swift. Line, so if she wants to meet me, then I can change that. But we need okay. old we need old Taylor music. I'll um, be, none of this I'll new Taylor crap. Come on the podcast. Yeah, none <laughs> of this new Taylor crap. Get so yeah. many more listens. Oh. <laughs> yes, we would. Um, all right, so that's it. Uh, where can people find us? They can find us on Instagram at breathe underscore in underscore pod. That's also our email address, breathe underscore in underscore pod at a size nut org. Uh, you can hit us up on iTunes. Remember, if you do hit us on iTunes, what are they supposed to do? Like or subscribe, rate, and comment. review. And subscribe, review. rate, review. Right. Subscribe, yeah. rate, review. Okay, but season two, we'll, we'll brush it off I'm for season. We have we've been off for a week. We've been off for a week. We've been off for a week. So. We'll come back rate, to it. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. There we go. Yes, rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars. Yes, five stars. Five, five stars for traveling. Five stars for traveling. reviews because we like reading them and knowing we what do. we're doing right and wrong. We'll probably yeah. get reviews based on our language on this one, but that's okay. <laughs> yes. A few things to look forward to uh, in season two. We'll have a bunch of cool guests coming up. Yeah, we Some know. guests we'll even without CF. Up. We will have some of the normals on the podcast. Yeah. Also, I have a very big fundraiser this weekend yes you do um it's for coda for tiffany r for transplant related expenses Mm -hmm. and kelly pickler is playing yes she is she has a message on her instagram for all of you it's on instagram for all of you to listen to her but um if you guys want to come it's in byron california you can go on eventbrite and get tickets yeah we'll maybe see you there and if that's the case then Please donate to Tiffany's fundraiser. Yeah. Um, well, you buy donating. Yeah, that's yeah, not too. Well, you will have sisters. But help the kids. It's for the kids. Help the kids. Help yeah. the kids. Help the kids. Help the kid. Help the kid. Help the kid. The one kid. The one kid. Um, okay, that's that's it for me. Does anyone else have anything to say? 
No, I think we covered it all. Yes, we had a good, we had a good episode. All right, well, we will be back next Thursday. Make sure you slide in those DMs and give us a topic to talk about. I'm Gunnar. That's Tiffany. That's Leah. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.